welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. I'm your host, Kristen Kaczynski. This show will take you on a journey of expansion, encouraging you to release the limitations of your mind and lean into the wisdom of your soul. Remembering who you are on a soul level will help you release your conditioning, expectations, limiting beliefs, fears, and worries, and evoke a life expanded by your energetic alignment. Whether you're an entrepreneur who wants to grow your income and impact, or someone who knows in your heart of hearts that you're made for more, this podcast will help you awaken the power that's already inside of you, allowing you to attract an easy flow of money, clients, opportunities, and fulfillment. In each episode, you'll learn something new, expand your consciousness, and you'll walk away with a glimpse of what's truly possible for you. If you're ready to follow your soul's calling and live a more expansive life, you're in the right place. Welcome, and let your journey to soul expansion begin. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Expansion Podcast. I'm Kristen Kaczynski, and today I'm talking about something that I feel like is a really widespread widespread problem um, in the coaching industry and in the online space in general, which is comparison. I mean, even if you don't have a business, it's really hard to you know, see what everyone puts on social media, which is always like the highlight reel and the best of the best and the money milestones that someone's reached and the the big impact they're having. Like we always want to share our celebrations and it's so beautiful when we get to, but because that's kind of the standard process and because, you know, many of us do not share our vulnerabilities, it's really easy to get into a loop of comparison and to come up against what I like to call the comparison gremlin. Um, and this is something I continue to struggle with. It's not something I have officially evolved beyond, although my own experience with comparison is a lot different than it was a year ago. A year ago, comparison would derail me. It would take me out of my ability to thrive in my business. It would impact my bottom line. Like It would really dramatically impact me. But now I, with the healing I've done, with the awareness I have, and with the tools I have in my toolkit, I've been able to really hold myself in those moments of comparison with a lot more grace, a lot more compassion, and a lot more self-love. And the typical advice about comparison is to mute people or to unfollow people or to ignore everyone else because you are special. And this is wonderful, empowering statements and everything. And these are, you know, different things that you can implement to protect yourself from seeing things that will trigger you. And I also think there's a lot deeper resources that we can call upon when we're feeling moments of comparison that will actually move us through the comparison instead of getting stuck in it. Because when you're stuck in it, it affects your confidence. It affects your energy. It affects your ability to show up for your community and to spread your message and your mission and your vision and to sign clients that you can help so deeply. And that's not cool, right? Like we don't want to be taken off our unicorn as my one of my former clients and good friends, Brandeline Johnson used to say, it took me off my unicorn or it knocked me off my unicorn is what she used to say. And I just love that statement because when you are 
in alignment, when you're following your heart and your soul and your heart and soul's mission, vision, and you're staying aligned with your values and you're, you know, forging ahead in your business, it really is like you're galloping on the back of a magical unicorn. Things are falling into place. Clients are finding you out of nowhere. Your energy is so vibrant and attractive, and it just feels so good to be an entrepreneur and to be a business owner and and it just feels so good to be an entrepreneur and a human being because you just feel so supported by the universe. And comparison is one of those things that can very easily knock us off of our unicorn and make us feel like we're not good enough or we'll never make it or we're way, way, way behind when in truth, we're exactly where we need to be. So let's talk about some ways that you can kill the comparison gremlin um, so you can get back on your unicorn and gallop off into the sunset with all the impact, all the beautiful transformations you give your clients and all the money that goes along with that. So the first thing I want you to do is I want you to assess where you're at. If you're at the stage where looking at certain accounts knocks you off your unicorn for days or even weeks at a time, and it's really hard to break yourself out of that pattern or that, you know, feeling of being like you're not good enough to succeed, then that would be an indication to me that, yes, you do need to mute or unfollow certain accounts, and you likely need stricter boundaries with social media, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. For a while, I was making myself wrong for needing stricter boundaries with social media. I'm like, oh, I have done all this healing work. I'm so hyper aware of my patterns. And yet I was still getting stuck in the patterns. And I was thinking to myself, wow, like I really should have more willpower. I should be able to navigate this with more grace. But the truth of the matter was, the patterns are unconscious, right? So if you find yourself scrolling on social media for hours of, at a time, don't look at it as like, oh, I don't have enough willpower to succeed. Look at it as, okay, I need to put things in place that will allow me to have better boundaries with my social media so I don't fall into this trap. One of the boundaries I set for myself was you know, making sure I leave the house every single day, even just for a workout class. But that one activity, that one choice, that one pattern interruption allows me to not fall into the same habit of waking up, scrolling social media, being on it for hours and hours, and then feeling terrible about myself at the end of the day. So maybe you need something like that strict where it's like you are actually not allowed to get on social media until after you leave your home, go to a workout class and come back. Or if you have a coffee shop that you like to go to, you you are required to go to the coffee shop to keep your phone in your bag the entire time to sit and savor your coffee and just be in the present moment. Like that, those are literally boundaries I've set for myself because my willpower sucks and I'm not afraid to admit that now. <laughs> Social media is so much fun. It's so addictive. And like our our little egoic mind loves to go look at other people's profiles and check people out and compare and gossip and all that bullshit. So I got to like treat myself like a three-year-old and I got to lock the cabinet with the cookies in it. I got to make sure that I am not allowed to look at social media until I'm in a soul-aligned headspace. And that's because I'm human, right? And so acknowledge your own humanness. Acknowledge that sometimes it's hard to have willpower and you're not like 
bad for not having willpower. You're a human being. And then put boundaries in place, even if they have to be as dramatic as like you're not allowed to look at your phone until 2 p.m. or whatever. Put those boundaries in place so you can stay accountable to your goals and so you don't get wrapped up in the comparison cycle. Once you have the boundaries in place, the next thing that's going to come into play is awareness of when it's happening. So we can't do anything if we're not aware. So depending on how long you've been grappling with this pattern and if you've been able to do any healing work, if you've been able to get more into your body, more into the present moment, then you may be able to catch yourself as you're in the pattern. I'm at that stage where like I'm in the pattern, I know I'm in the pattern, and even though it's really fucking hard sometimes, I have the ability and the awareness to say, okay, this is not good for me. I need to step away from this and do something else. I need to do a pattern interruption which I do now. So what I do when I catch myself in a comparison pattern or in a scrolling on social media death cycle, <laughs> what I do then is I I do a pattern interruption like jumping on my trampoline or doing a meditation or putting my phone away and walking my dog or anything, literally anything that gets me off of my phone and back into the present moment. Now, if you don't have that awareness yet, if that feels like really freaking hard for you and you don't even notice that you're in the pattern until you get to the end of the day and you're like, oh my God, what did I even do today? Then it has to be really strict boundaries from the beginning. Like you you need to like set a timer that will allow you to understand, okay, I'm in this pattern, right? Like, so if you're getting on Instagram to engage with your community or to create stories, set a timer on your phone that'll go off, you know, in 45 minutes or something. And, you know, stick to that timer. When it goes off, force yourself to put the phone down and go do something else, right? So that could be one method. You could create the physical separation where it's like you are not allowed to look at your phone except between a certain time period each day. Um, You can add things to your calendar that will, you know, go off as a notification so that way you don't stick to the same repetitive task all day long. Um, And then also I would recommend starting to do some awareness work, right? So we talk a lot about mindfulness, meditation, awareness on this podcast. But it's not just learning about awareness that's important. You also have to start practicing awareness. So if you find yourself really getting stuck in the comparison spiral where you're scrolling and scrolling on social media, then what I would encourage you to do is start with any meditation practice that you can think of, like literally any meditation practice that will increase your your brain's capacity to be consciously aware. So you can go on YouTube right now for free, look up meditation, <laughs> look up learn how to meditate, guided meditation, whatever. Literally any meditative practice will support you in becoming more aware. Or if you hate sitting still and that's a big edge for you, you don't feel comfortable in your body yet, which that was me two years ago. So I can totally relate to that. If that's where you're at right now, where it's like, it doesn't feel safe to sit still, you get super anxious, your thoughts are racing, and you can't actually pay attention to a guided meditation. What I would then suggest is go on like a walking meditation where you leave your phone at home, ideally or like in a backpack or something where it's not super accessible to your hands where you can reach it right away. But keep your phone away from you. Go for a walk 
and actually notice your surroundings. If you notice yourself getting caught up in your thoughts, what you can do is focus on the visual stimulation in front of you. So really notice the colors and the textures of the leaves on the trees and the soil in the sand and the blades of grass and observe the people that you pass as you walk and notice how it feels to take each step and feeling like the weight of your foot on the earth and just really tune into the sensory details. That can be a beautiful way to start to become more aware and to develop a stronger awareness practice, which will then serve you when you're in those comparison patterns because you'll have started to train your brain to be able to tune in to a more powerful consciousness instead of being completely unconscious when you're in the pattern. One of my professional goals is to heal my entire generation. And I know that sounds like a big, hairy, audacious goal, but it's true. It's something that I think is my my soul's calling. It's why I'm here. It's why I have my business. It's why I do the work that I do. And my first phase of starting to bring this healing to a bigger audience has been with the creation of the Soul Expansion membership. And you guys have heard me talk about it on the podcast. It's been, you know, mentioned since the very beginning of this show and I am just overwhelmed with joy and excitement as I look at the community and the membership that we've created. We have a private Slack community where our members are super active. They're supporting each other. They're helping each other through mindset blocks and energy blocks. And I pop in there once or twice a week to offer additional support to our members. And we have monthly live healings where everyone gets on the call and the energy on these calls is just, it's its magic. I mean, having this community live on a call every single month is something that lights my soul on fire. I mean, it just, it gives me that, that taste of what it's going to be like as my company grows. And as we expand to help people even beyond business owners, because the soul expansion membership is intended for entrepreneurs. So if you don't know what the soul expansion membership is, this is a vibrant community where we have a private Slack channel. There's four monthly healings, three are pre-recorded, one is live, and it's always on a business mindset or energetic theme. So we've covered topics like receiving, divine feminine energy, launching challenges. Future months, we're going to be covering things like releasing imposter syndrome, releasing comparison, millionaire mindset and energy, feeling deep embodied worthiness, embodying overflow. You know, all of these things that we want to be able to step into, expand into, grow into so that we can grow our income and impact without having to hustle or burn ourselves out or get into this trap of the wounded masculine. And this program's $111 per month. We kept it as affordable as we possibly could so that we could serve more people with this beautiful mission. And if you'd like to be a part of it, you can get started now at mysoulexpansion.com. Again, it's mysoulexpansion.com. And even though it is so affordable, it is still incredibly high impact. I mean, I've had more than one member tell me that after doing even just one healing in the Soul Expansion membership, they've been able to sign a client Whereas before they joined, maybe they were getting stuck in traps of scarcity or they weren't able to receive or whatever it was. So this is not low quality healing. This is high quality stuff. 
we just are able to offer it for uh, an affordable price because it is more self-paced and more community driven versus, you know, private coaching. So we hope you'll join us, mysoulexpansion.com. And let's get back to the show. Okay, so the next part of killing the comparison gremlin is recognizing that there's probably an underlying need that is not being met when you're in a state of comparison. So for me, I have a very feisty inner child, and we all do. Let me tell you, we all have inner children inside of us, parts of our consciousness that are still in their childhood stages that are quite feisty, you know, really need to get their needs met. And the only way they know how to get their needs met is through an an unhealthy pattern, right? So we've talked about the survival patterns on this podcast before. If you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and listen to it. But we were when we were in childhood, if we were highly overwhelmed because we weren't getting a certain need met, like love, nourishment, compassion, attention, recognition, celebration, some of these basic core needs that children need from ages zero to five, if we didn't get those needs met, then we developed a set of strategies to reduce our nervous system overwhelm so that we could, you know, basically get our needs met somehow, some way, any way we could figure out how, right? And so there's parts of our consciousness that if we haven't done a lot of integration work, there's parts of our consciousness that are still like three years old and are running the show. Um, And I do have an episode coming out soon about when your inner child is running your business. That might be the next one, actually. Hold on. Let me check. Let's see here. Okay. So not the next episode, but the next, next episode is going to be all about when your inner child is running your business. So if you're starting to tune into this and you're like, Ooh, this sounds like me, then you're definitely going to want to hit that subscribe button. So you can listen to that episode in a couple of weeks. But, um, so what happens is we develop these strategies that work in childhood because our parents eventually give in to them or our teachers or our caregivers or whoever is around at the time when we implement these strategies in order to get our needs met. But they're not necessarily healthy or effective in adulthood, right? They were great in childhood because we needed to get our needs met and we didn't know how to ask for them. But as adults, we have to start to grow up on a consciousness level. We have to start to integrate some of these three-year-old parts or these five-year-old parts into an adult-level consciousness so that we can start to get our needs met in a healthy, sustainable, and conscious way. So all that is background to help you understand why it's so important to recognize when you're in a cycle of comparison, there's likely a childhood part of you that has a need in that moment that is not getting met and that is fueling the comparison cycle. So for example, for me, when I get into a comparison cycle, it's because there's a core need that one of my childhood parts has for recognition. She really wants to be celebrated for all the amazing things she's done. She really wants people to cheer her on and tell her how awesome she's doing at life and business, right? And of course, like we all want to be celebrated. And if you're triggered by this, then you probably have this part too. <laughs> because when you don't work with this part, then you can actually like feel like you're not worthy of celebration. 
But I have done enough work to know I am worthy of celebration and I am worthy of being recognized. The problem is that childhood part can't always see when I am being celebrated and recognized. So her pattern is she can only see, she can only fully see recognition and celebration in the form of like an award. And when I'm a business owner, that means like a financial award. So when I make more money, she gets like this dopamine hit, this childhood part of me. And she's really excited about that. And she feels celebrated. She feels nourished. She feels really good about that. But that's not a very healthy pattern for me to have because all the moments in between those little financial milestone dopamine hits feel really bad for that childhood part. So I've done a lot of work with her to help her start to see, hey, you can actually celebrate yourself in the in-between too. You can celebrate the non-financial goals that you're accomplishing. You can celebrate the fact that you're really feisty and you have a great sense of humor. You can celebrate the fact that your puppy loves you so deeply just for who you are, right? Like there's so much to celebrate about ourselves that goes way beyond financial rewards. And so when you're in a comparison cycle, if you can take a moment to actually drop into your body So taking several deep breaths is helpful in through the nose, out through the mouth. I usually try to take like three to five deep breaths as I'm dropping into the body because it helps you start to unhook your mind and sink down into your body. And then connecting with the part of you that is your inner child. And we do this work very deeply in my programs, especially Divine Feminine Sales and my Expansion Mastermind program. So if you are looking for more guidance on that, definitely, you know, reach out to me on Instagram and ask about my programs. But even just taking that moment to slow down and connect with your body and ask your body, what is it I'm truly needing in this moment? Like, what is the need that's not being met right now? Because I promise you there's going to be something. If you're in a comparison pattern, it's because you need something, whether it's recognition or love or validation. There's something that you need that you're not getting. And that's why you're stuck in that comparison pattern. Because if you were getting the need met, you wouldn't feel the need to compare, right? So when the need is met, you feel whole, you feel nourished. You don't even care what other people are doing. When there's an unmet need, you start to reach for the thing that is not being met, right? So maybe for you, when you're in a comparison cycle, it's because you're searching for love and the love is not there. So you stay in the cycle because you're continuing to search for it, right? Or maybe you're searching for validation. And so you're continuing to stay in the cycle of comparison because the need of validation is never being met from the cycle of comparison. But there's a childhood part of you that feels so deeply that that's the only way she can receive validation. So until you start to work with that part and you know nourish your inner child and really take some time to check in with her, she'll continue to reach that way. So if you can take those few moments to drop into the body or even to journal it out and see, okay, what is my inner child needing in this moment that is fueling the reach in the cycle of comparison? The next thing that is super helpful when you're in a cycle of comparison to help you realign yourself and get back into high vibrational energy is reminding yourself of your bigger mission and of what you're doing all of this for, right? So For me, I'm building a business that is going to have longevity. 
And when you're building a business, when you're doing it right, so to speak, and you're putting the structure, the foundation, the systems, the processes in place to ensure your business is built to last, it can sometimes feel slower. You can actually have longer periods in between sales. It can feel like you know people are scaling much faster than you. But if I just if I just look at the numbers and I look at what other people are doing, what I don't know is what their lifestyle looks like behind the scenes, right? And I know what my lifestyle looks like behind the scenes. So I know that I took a month off to celebrate my wedding and honeymoon. I know that I take every weekend off. I know that I don't force myself to work more than four hours per day. In fact, I work as many hours or as few hours as I feel inspired to work each day. I have a really open schedule and I like it that way. And so I just have to remind myself, okay, I'm building a business with longevity. I am building a business while maintaining a lifestyle that feels really good. Sometimes it's going to look like I'm scaling slower, but all the little micro decisions I'm making now are going to add up over the long term. And I just have to trust that I'm being supported by the universe, right? So I like to connect back into my bigger mission and my personal truths and boundaries and what feels really good for me. Because if I, if I don't connect back into that, then it's so easy to look at what everyone else is doing and without knowing the full story, become attached to the fact that maybe they're making more money than me this month. And then I start to feel bad about myself, right? So it's so important to reconnect to what you're doing and your purpose and your soul-aligned vision. Otherwise, you'll just get off track and you'll, you won't be able to hold yourself in that moment. The other thing I like to remind myself when I'm trying to kill the comparison gremlin is that the quantum field will bend time for me, right? So oftentimes, and this is personally for me, it may be different for you, but personally for me, sometimes I can get into a cycle of comparison when there's been a gap in my sales or when something I wanted to manifest didn't come as quickly as I expected it to, which to be frank, like that happens all the time. It's totally normal to have a slower pacing than your human brain wants the quantum field to have, right? So it's not abnormal to have these lulls or these in-between moments where it looks like nothing is working. But I know what I know to be true is on the other side of those lulls, on the other side of the in-between, there's a gigantic quantum leap, right? So what what so often we do is we get into the lull and we freak out and then we go back to our negative patterns. We go back to hustling. We go back to scarcity sales tactics and it doesn't feel good. So then we actually make the whole situation worse, right? So the magic comes when we're able to hold ourselves in those lulls, in those in-between moments, trust that we are going to be provided for no matter what, and really give in to the magic and the wisdom of the quantum field, knowing that we actually can't figure out how it's going to happen, but it's totally possible for us to still meet our income goal on the last day of the month or to receive multiple five figures cash in a single day. And so I like to remind myself of those truths, which I've experienced myself. I've supported my clients and allowing them to experience it for themselves. And it's just, it's just how the universe works, right? So I have such deep trust in the way the quantum field works that if I remind myself, hey, I can literally make 20K tomorrow, 
it kind of centers me back in into this truth that I don't need to look externally for the validation, for the proof that I'm not working hard enough, and for all these things we're looking for when we're in a comparison state. Another thing that's really important when you're trying to kill the comparison gremlin is detaching and disconnecting from the how every single day. Oh, I cannot stress this enough. The how is not our responsibility. And your brain really, 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 really desires to figure out how. And it'll look for evidence. It'll look for clues. It'll ask questions. It'll spin in circles trying to figure out how. But what I've come to realize is that's actually a childhood part. And what's interesting about that part, which I'm going to go deeper on in an upcoming episode, is she actually doesn't feel safe in the unknown. Her sense of safety was created by knowing the answer, by knowing exactly how something was going to happen. And so I've had to teach her slowly but surely. I've had to integrate this part and help her see it's okay to not know the answer, right? And if you were an achiever growing up, if you run the achiever pattern, which is you earned love through your accomplishments, you may have a very similar childhood part in your consciousness where the reason why you can't surrender to the universe and disconnect from the how and detach from the outcome and all of these things is because there's a part of you that doesn't feel like she will receive love if she doesn't achieve something. So therefore, it's so difficult to detach from the achievement that you want to call in And from how it's going to come in, because if you do, then that part will feel like it it won't receive love. And that's heartbreaking. That's, you know, that's a life or death experience in, in the terms of a childhood part. So knowing that, it's so important to learn how to detach and disconnect and to work with your body and finding some safety in that. And that's, you know, something I definitely go deeper on with my clients in all of my programs. Another thing that is so potent and powerful for killing the comparison gremlin is appreciating the sacredness of the little things. So I love puppy snuggles with my dog, Leo. I love taking long, nourishing coffee breaks where I don't have to you know, engage on social media or check my email or check my client messages, but I just get to sit and enjoy the coffee and smell the smells and taste the tastes and people watch and just be in a nourishing sensory experience. I love a hot shower where I get to take my time and I get to, you know, use the deep conditioner and smell all the smells and listen to beautiful music while I shower and just be in my body feeling the the water running over my skin, right? And so how can you start to appreciate the moments of pleasure that already exist here, but we're totally bypassing because we're comparing ourselves to someone else, right? So this is going to support you in shifting into more of that feminine receiving energy, which actually will help you (laughs) achieve the goal that you're trying to achieve if you do it agenda-less, like if you do it with pure intentions. So it's a beautiful practice to just bring in every single day. But it'll also show you that there's so much to be grateful for now and that you're exactly where you need to be. You don't need to have what someone else has in order to be happy and in order to experience pleasure in this moment. You get to experience it now. 
And then the last tip I have for you when it comes to killing the comparison gremlin is learning how to deeply love yourself for who you are on a soul level and not for what you're doing, right? A lot of times we attach our worthiness to how much money we're making or to how popular we are on social media or to how many clients we signed this month or to, you know, this or that external validation, right? So part of this work, if you want to start to really kill this comparison gremlin over the long term, part of the integration and embodiment work is going to be learning how to deeply love yourself even in the stillness, even when no one's watching, even when you don't have the sales goals that you want to achieve right in front of you, even when it looks like the shit's completely hitting the fan, being able to hold yourself in that and still know that you are worthy of everything your heart desires. You are a divine source, a divine soul who gets to create what she wants and is worthy of everything, right? And is worthy of love, is worthy of money, is worthy of compassion, is worthy of pleasure and joy and wonderful experiences. So often we put off, we put those things off until we reach a goal or a milestone or, you know, have a certain number of followers. But the longer you do that, the longer you'll be stuck in the comparison cycle. And as we know, that knocks you off your unicorn, that messes up your mojo, and it slows you down in business, right? There's so much power to be had when we can return back home to ourselves, trust ourselves deeply, and love ourselves on the journey and not just at the destination. And so that's what I have for you when it comes to killing the comparison gremlin. If this episode was helpful for you, I would love for you to share it on social media because, hello, we all compare ourselves on social media. So someone's going to see this episode and they're going to be like, fuck yeah, this is going to help me. And they're going to listen to it. And you're going to be able to spread this message far and wide and help so many people in your social circle. So definitely share it to your stories. Tag me at Kristen Kosinski if you do share it. And I hope you enjoyed this. You know, I always love it when you leave a rating and review. That's how the podcast grows. That's how we get to be heard by more ears. So if you have a few seconds to do that, I would love that as well. Next week, I am so freaking excited because I'm going to be talking about 2022 coaching industry predictions, how to stay relevant and stand out in this industry, which we know has gotten really crowded, has gotten really sleazy and salesy and toxic in some cases. And so I'm going to share some things that I predict to be the things that will help you stay relevant, develop a rock-solid reputation as far as your brand and your coaching and your business, and stand out from the crowd as a powerful embodied leader. So hit subscribe if you haven't yet, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye now. Thank you for honoring your soul's calling today and taking the time to listen to this episode of the Soul Expansion Podcast. If you have a question you'd like featured or have a topic idea, I would love to hear from you. Find me on Instagram at Kristen Kaczynski and send me a DM with your request. Remember, you are a truly limitless being. The limits you see now are only an illusion. Whatever it is that you desire, that's already yours. It already exists in the universe here and now. You simply have to awaken to what you already have. 
And I hope this episode brought you a little closer to that truth. If you love this episode and would like to give from your heart and appreciation, please take a few moments to screenshot it and tag me in your stories on Instagram or write a brief review on your favorite podcast platform. Your voice truly matters and your feedback helps to spread abundant expansion to a broader audience. And what a gift that is, right? Just think about how much abundance will come back to you if you help a friend experience their own soul expansion. And with that, I just want to say thank you for being you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, I'm Kristen Kaczynski and I love you.